Hi, everyone. I'm Victoria Whitaker, and welcome to the Giving You Everything podcast, where I speak with incredible women entrepreneurs who peel back the layers and give you everything. You will hear from professionals who enjoy watching reality TV, all while building successful businesses. It's always a mix of laughs, connection, pop culture, advice, and overall fun. I hope you leave feeling more inspired to bring your whole self to the table and hopefully build your own dream career or business one day. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to the season finale, part two. So the actual finale, the finale of the finale of, did I say season two? It's season one of season one of the Giving You Everything podcast. I'm just, yeah, I'm so grateful to be here. I actually just recorded the first episode of season one. So it's kind of funny. I mean, the first episode of season two, goodness gracious, I get it together, Victoria. And so it's kind of funny to be here celebrating the end when I'm already just so excited about the future, but I do want to put a close to this season and I gave a recap the last episode, but I thought I would leave us with a little bit of advice and just a little bit of thoughts moving forward. And you know, I created the show, I think I've said in the last episode, and I've said a lot of times just because I really wanted to give a space for people to feel like they could bring 100% of themselves to the table, the little pieces of ourselves that we tuck away, that we hide, that we think are maybe not valuable or important, or that we think won't make us look cool or whatever it might be, or just the things that we're kind of scared of. How do we kind of I don't know, lean into those things a little bit more and create space for them in our lives. And I just deeply believe in showing up as much as we can as ourselves, even the part of ourselves that is hurt, because I just think it gives other people a feeling of not being alone. And it helps people feel more attracted to this authentic sort of you. It's just so clear when someone is living authentically into their own skin. And I say that knowing that it takes time. And I say that knowing that like people go through such big traumas in their lives. And so I know that some things are easier to lean into than others, but I thought I would share a little bit about being a hundred percent of ourselves and how to just lean into that more often so that people can really see us, people can really love us and we can really feel seen and understood and cared for. So I want that for everybody. I want everyone to feel like they belong, like there's a place for them. I just deeply, to be honest, I love people. I just, it's one of my superpowers is being able to find the good or just what makes someone unique and special like so quickly. And I kind of fall in love with that part of them too. So yeah, I think Today, I'm happy to kind of share a little bit and peel back a little bit of myself, not wholly, so I'm also working on this, but I'm going to peel back a little bit and share a few different things about myself that I've either in the past been scared to share or even still in this moment. And then I thought I would give like three little pieces of advice to just help us continue to lean into being ourselves moving forward and the things that have worked for me. So that is how we're ending the show. And I forgot to mention why. So the show is actually coming out on my grandfather's birthday, February 6th. And I don't think that is at all a coincidence. I saw that date and I was like, will that be the first one or will that be the last one? And I'm really glad that it's the last one because I get to really talk and shape the show. And for me, my grandfather passed away in 2001 
And yeah, so it was quite some time ago. It's crazy to think that it was 20, almost 23 years ago this fall. And I was super close to my grandfather and he was an inspiration and really the feeling of love and belonging that I'm trying to create in that space was something that I think he first gave to me. Obviously our parents, as I'm like, oh no, my parents are listening, but obviously our parents love us and they love us unconditionally. But sometimes it kind of feels like, you know, a little conditionally, they have a little bit of secret motives as to what they want for us or what they wish for us or what they hope for us. And you pick up on it pretty early, or at least I did. And I felt like my grandpa was the first person who loved all these parts of me that wasn't for a reason, right? He loved me because I talked a lot and not because he thought it was going to make me a great lawyer, (laughs) which I felt like most people did, right? I think he just loved it because he knew the power that my voice could have. And that felt so empowering, even at a young age, is to just recognize, wow, this person sees this thing in me, not in a way that's reflective of them or reflective of what they want for me or what their expectations are, but just the power. He loved that I played sports. He supported me in my soccer. And, you know, I think for me, again, I just felt really powerful in what that meant and being an athlete. And I wanted to travel at a young age, surprise, surprise. And he was so supportive of my willingness to see the world. And I think it probably was because he, again, saw that I would have the power to change it and that I could have the power to not only learn but to touch other people in other parts of the world and of the country. And he wanted me to get that chance. And so there were just so many ways in which I felt seen and loved that that feeling stays with me even well past his passing. And so I'm hoping that as I share some things about myself and as I share some advice that as we start to peel back the layers, as we start to show these parts of ourselves We really allow others to see us. And I hope that when you step out in the world and you see someone share a part of themselves that's vulnerable, that you also create maybe a little bit of that feeling that my grandpa gave me around just feeling like completely loved just for who you are and and getting to see the power in somebody and what they hold and what that could mean just for them and for the world. So as we jump in, that probably should have been my ending, but it's the beginning guys. What about we upside down here? Okay. So that's why we're doing that today. I'm sure I'll have some gushy ending at the end too, but I'm just riffing today. So the first thing that I wanted to kind of reveal, I'm leaning into peeling back layers. So we're going to peel back a few today and you're going to find out a little bit more about me, the things that I hide in my professional life, in my personal life, in a lot of lives. Number one is that I used to, I mean, I still kind of, I definitely do, I guess. Okay, this is me kind of hiding it. I like country music and explicitly, you know, I liked Taylor Swift when she came out, but I loved country music and I felt so embarrassed, guys. Like I didn't grow up listening to it, right? My mom would be like, what are you listening to, right? Like I'm from a black family. I'm from a Latina family. Like country music was not in my household. I really learned it from like some friends who were listening to it. And I don't know, I fell in love with like the story, the melody. And like I'm so embarrassed to admit that I would listen to it. Like I feel like it took me maybe till I was like in my 30s to be like, okay, yeah, guys, I'm a fan. But I would literally, you know, be blasting something on a freeway and then I'd roll into a neighborhood certainly when I was like working in Chicago and it would, I'd have to like turn it immediately down. I was like, Oh my God, what if someone hears me? And I still do that. Right. Like, I'm like, Oh my God, like what if my windows are down? So that's something definitely that I'm trying to lean a little bit more into 
definitely. I love Taylor Swift and I'm just trying to be a little bit less apologetic about it. And I have loved country music. I listen to new stuff a little bit less, but anything from like 2005 to like 2019, I'm all in. If you go back into my replays, it is half country. And you know what? No apologies. I love it. The second thing that I definitely don't bring to the table often in work times and even with some of my friends really has to do around spirituality. So I grew up going to church, you know, I grew up, you know, not going to church all the time. I just said I grew up going to church. I probably went to church like a few times a year. There were probably stages at which we went more. Like both my parents grew up religious. My dad grew up very religious and my mom grew up Catholic and all sorts of different things. But in my household, there was just like, I think this deep understanding that almost like everything could be true. Like we respect almost all religions and all understandings of how the world works. And so I think as I've gotten older, I think people would, get, would be surprised, including my friends, that I am like very spiritual. <laughs> Maybe they wouldn't. But yeah, I would say like I have like a pretty unique and close relationship to what I would consider a God, but I wouldn't say that I'm religious. And at the same time, I would say like, I really, really admire and respect people who do have that relationship in religion. So, you know, people who might be Jewish or Christian or Muslim or whatever, like I love hearing the stories and I love being able to pull things out. Even Hindu, even Buddhism, like I've learned so much from so many different religions that have kind of crafted my own spirituality. And I just deeply believe in something bigger than me. And to be honest, I feel very connected through animals, through the earth, through all sorts of things. And so, yeah, I'm pretty spiritual and I read texts, I pray, I meditate, I look for and feel signs from what the God that I believe in all day long. And it's definitely something that I don't even, I'm like, oh, like, oh, am I talking about this now? Am I going to offend somebody? What am I going to say? And I just think it can be hard to talk about, but I've had to come through my own pathway, my own journey to figuring out what I believe is true and what feels good in my heart and my soul and what makes me feel connected to something bigger than me. And I'm so happy to chat about it. If someone's like, oh, that's cool. I want to learn more. And so, yeah, I'm just going to like, I can say it like, yeah, like I'm definitely super spiritual and I love hearing from people who are really connected to their religion and see it as a way of living in a way that is inclusive. (laughs) I'll put that little note there in a way that's inclusive and represents belonging. And so I just think like that is hopefully what our generation can do is really add in a little bit more openness into our spiritual practices and allowing people in and seeing all of us together as humans, as opposed to in past generations where it's been a little bit more exclusive. So that's the second thing that felt a little bit spicy to share. So I don't know how much share the third thing. So the third thing about me that I often try that I don't really talk about a ton and maybe like with some people I have is that I've definitely dealt with mental health issues. And so I would say I run a bit into like anxiety slash burnout, which is kind of, they battle each other. And so a few years ago, it was quite a while ago, I went through a really tough time, a really tough experience that I'll probably talk about some other day, maybe not the whole thing in detail, but you know, I can tell you guys a little bit more another time. But as I was starting to process that experience, I 
I've always probably dealt with a little bit of anxiety, but started to feel just a little bit more aware, more controlling of my surroundings quickly kind of slipped into a depression, which I didn't even know I was in until I had it. I, this is going to sound crazy and I'm even going to Google it right now, but I literally didn't leave the couch for like months. And what I did instead is it was like January (laughs) and I watched all of Game of Thrones and it says there's 73 episodes. Those episodes are fully eight hours. Like I it was like going to be its last season. And so I literally binged it in what I think was like a month or something, like so many episodes. I did not leave the couch other than to go to work. I was just in such a depression. I think I gained like 20 pounds and I didn't even know. Like when I think about that time of my life, all I see is darkness and Game of Thrones. So at that point, I really dealt with that. And then that actually led itself into some paranoia and anxiety attacks. And so I really struggled with, yeah, thinking I was going to die, you know, whether it be like an earthquake or somebody breaking in or whatever, like that anxiety and that depression just turning into something so bigger, so much bigger. And so I ended up stopping what I was doing, going straight to Bali, really diving deep into myself, really diving deep into like all aspects of my health. Yeah, really, you know, getting a therapist, all those sorts of things. And it really healing myself. And I feel like I'm definitely over that hill and I still get those bouts of anxiety or like if I feel a little bit of that paranoia, like I'm like, oh crap, like I need to take care of myself. I know what that feeling is. But I think I just share that because I don't know that I've ever shared that with mainly anybody other than a few people who have struggled with the same thing. But I share it because again, I think it's a way to connect and just a way for people to see a part of me. And it's definitely something that, you know, sometimes we talk about like therapy at work or therapy, you know, people might think I have a coach or a therapist and they don't really understand why, but I definitely struggled with mental health issues and I'm just have really leaned on support systems and had to reach out. And I just share that just for people to feel maybe a little less alone if they've also dealt with the same thing. And so three things, those are three things about me that are like peeling back a little bit of the layers and just opening myself up to some vulnerability. I'd love to like hear from you maybe, you know, what are some of the things that you hide away? So definitely like DM me on Instagram if you want to chat and we don't even have to do it over text. Send me a voice note. If you know me, send me a real voice note. I'm always happy to connect about these things that happen in our lives because the more things that happened to me that I almost like feel ashamed of are actually the things that create bridges. They create connections. They create moments of just pure love and vulnerability between people. And so I'm going to continue doing this. This felt good. I mean, I still have to put this episode out, so we'll see how it goes, but it felt good to share. And so I shared those things. And I think three tips that I really have to feel more comfortable and get a little bit better about bringing 100% of yourself to the table so that people can accept you so that you could feel that real, true, I think, belonging and love. I have a few tips. Take them or leave them, okay? So the first thing is actually probably a little counterintuitive. So the things that you want to hide, whether that be you love reality TV or I don't know, you (laughs) love comic books or you have had some mental health issues or you, I don't know, listen to (laughs) Spice Girls in the back. I'm just saying things I do, you know, Spice Girls and on your rides home from work or whatever, like whatever those things are for you, I would actually look for those things in other people and 
admire those things in other people. Like really push yourself to admire people for those things. I think that some of the things that we do when we are trying to reject parts of ourselves, the first thing is that we reject it in other people. And so maybe you're like, I love all parts of me, but I would I would pay attention to the things you reject in other people. And I imagine some of those are those hidden little things about us that make us feel uncomfortable about ourselves. And so I think one of the first things you can do is to find someone who feels good about that, where you know, you're like, oh, that person really wears on their sleeve that they listen to Spice Girls or they really talk about their mental health. And instead of that rubbing me the wrong way, maybe I can admire it. Like, what do I admire about it? What do I love about that? And I think in caring for that in someone else, you start to almost like soften yourself, that in yourself. That would be my first tip. My second tip would be to really surround yourself by people who admire those things in you. So I will say I have this incredible group of friends and the ones who do know some of these things about me do admire it about me. I mean, like even country music, even Taylor Swift, they send me things, they support me. So even if they don't listen to it to themselves, I think they look up to me. I think definitely in my spirituality and definitely on my mental health journey, I've had friends who have just looked to me as I've grown, as I've shared, and they almost hold me up a little higher and celebrate me and feel inspired by me. And that makes me feel even more confident to share and to be a hundred percent of myself in in different spaces, or at least that much more percent of myself. I wouldn't say I'm a hundred yet. And the last tip I'd say is just start a podcast and start talking about it. No, just kidding. (laughs) I will say is the last tip I have is to take things day by day. So I created this podcast for people to feel like they could bring themselves to the table, but know that I don't know that we ever get to a hundred because we're constantly growing or constantly learning or constantly feeling into ourselves. And so just take it little step by step. Even if you just like share with a friend, like, Hey, actually I like what's that three doors down? What was the, what's that group everyone made fun of or whatever it is about you? Just share a little bit about yourself and don't put so much pressure on yourself. Take it kind of day by day and be kind. And so I shared all those things to one, I think encourage through my vulnerability, I hope a little bit of vulnerability, encourage you to maybe share a little bit more about yourself and all the spaces that you come to, to, to hopefully make you feel less alone. If maybe we have some shared things that keep us in common or, you know, the things that we like to hide from others. And I think three, just give you a little bit of tips on just how to continue to be yourself in spaces, because I just, my dream and my hope is that everyone can feel like they can be themselves because I deeply, deeply, deeply know that being yourself is what is going to change this world. If everybody gets to just live in the body and the spirit and the mind that they have, it will change this world. It will make our world better. And I'm so looking forward to the days when more people get to really walk through life, feeling in their body, feeling in their soul, feeling in their spirit and feeling great, just being who they were put on this earth to be, who the fuck they want to be. So I hope maybe it'll just push you a little bit there today, but I created this podcast to give women that space, to give people that space. And I'm excited to continue to do that. I think it's been great to end my podcast and hear people say that was so fun. I never get to have that much fun. I always got to be serious. And so I'm just hoping to still have fun with you guys as we continue on to season two. And I'm just so grateful that you're here listening with me today, that you listened to me spill my heart out a little bit again, send me that voice note. Let me know. Connect with me. I'm 
here. I'm available at VicWay on Instagram, giving you everything on Instagram as well. And so, yeah, I'm just so grateful. Thanks for being here. And we are going to party up into season two. Let's get it. The end. (laughs) Thanks for joining us here on the Giving You Everything podcast. It's always a fun time. Episodes drop every Tuesday. So I'll meet you back here next week. If you enjoyed today's episode, please show us some love by subscribing and reviewing. If you want to reach me and learn more about my own services, find me on Instagram at at VicWit, V-I-C-W-H-I-T, or on www.victoriawhitaker.com. Now get out there and show the world all those incredibly beautiful things that make you, you.